Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. The New England Journal of Medicine this week published a report titled COVID-19 Vaccines, Immunity Variance Boosters. So we have that to talk about with our guest. And then there's NASI, the uh, volunteer organization, scientific organization, medical organization, which has provided advice on vaccines during the pandemic. And according to Blacklock's reporter, uh, uh, NASI is now suggesting Canadians should consider boosters every 90 days. Dr. Neil Rao is an infectious diseases specialist, Halton Region, Ontario, assistant professor at the University of Toronto Faculty of Health. Dr. Rao, good talking to you. Uh, let's start with, uh, well, why don't we start with this? The, um, the New England Journal of Medicine view that COVID is transitioning from hyperacute to endemic, which is what you told us on the air a year ago. Yeah, it's interesting to see this change finally happening. I think the problem a year ago is that people ignored the impact of natural infection as a form of vaccination, if you will. I'm not saying that we didn't have value for the vaccines by any means, but I think people thought that those who only had the infection were still vulnerable to reinfection and that with reinfection they would also be flattened by the virus and that we'd see tons of people in the hospital because of this. But as we're discovering now, Either the infection or the vaccine or a combination has really protected our population in general from the bad outcomes of this disease, despite all of the uh, hoopla you hear about the next coming waves or the next coming variants. I think we're much more protected than we were before. And the other thing that's happened is that we really can't get rid of this virus. One variant after another, it's unpredictable, but even with each new variant, prior immunity from a different variant does lessen the impact. It's not the same as 2020 when we were kind of virgin to this virus where very few people had actually seen the virus. Where do we stand? Let's talk about vaccines for a moment. Where do we stand with vaccines, the effectiveness? And there is news of this new vaccine developed to take on multiple variants of COVID. I'm not quite sure how to say it. Is it bivalent? Is that the pronunciation? I know it was one of the two other. Different, two different strains are contained in one vaccine. Basically. How does that work when we don't even know what the new variants are? Well, that's one of the challenges. So it's a bit like the influenza vaccine. We're always a bit behind the eight ball. This vaccine contains the original COVID classic, as I call it, the Wuhan ancestral strain that started this all in 2020. And it also contains the first of the Omicron strains. The problem with Omicron is that it, too, is a moving target. We're now into the fifth generation of Omicron with the BA4 slash 5 strain. And there may be other ones that are coming as well. I don't know how long a run we're going to have with the Omicron before we move to another Greek alphabet letter. Who knows? Or maybe Omicron is the dead end and we end up with more variants of Omicron. Who knows? But the problem is the vaccine is targeting the first of the Omicrons. And we know that people who have seen the first of the Omicrons after a number of months are still vulnerable to the currently circulating Omicron. So the bivalent vaccine is not going to stop this virus. But for a small group of people who are at risk of bad outcomes, this might be an advance. We're talking about long-term care, people with severe immune-compromising conditions, you know, bone marrow transplant, organ transplant, dialysis, 
those people may benefit from this vaccine as a booster compared to the original booster we've been using, which is just a COVID classic strain. What do you make of uh, reports that NASI is saying that Canadians should consider boosters every 90 days? That one bothers me. That is a little bit like offering everyone an electric vehicle with a range of 60 kilometers. You know, it'll, it'll be range anxiety for vaccines, basically. You know, you're, 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 you're not even up to date, but, you know, you get your, the day you get the vaccine, you're already thinking about your next one. You know, I, that would be a problem at a population level. I think for some people who are vulnerable, this may be what we do. I also think we should place some faith in those uh, monoclonal antibodies. There's one called Shield, which could be administered, say, for six months, every six months as an injection for some people. I think that could have better value than the vaccine strategy. But vaccines alone are not our answer. We need new types of vaccines. We're kind of reworking the same kind of vaccine technology, unless it was maybe a live vaccine that's attenuated or unless it's a new kind of vaccine that targets a lot of the coronaviruses, not just the one strain that's around or a few strains that are around. I don't think the current vaccines we have are going to be the, the magic answer for this. But on the other hand, we're not seeing a big surge on the healthcare system, even with these latest variants. It's a very different picture from 2020. I read you something real quick mm-hmm. about vaccines. Yes. The third, it's very clever. The third dose increases immunity. So after the fourth dose, you're protected. Once 80% of the population has received the fifth dose, the restrictions can be relaxed as the sixth dose stops the virus from spreading. I'm calm and believe that the seventh dose will solve our problems, and we have no reason to fear the eighth dose. The clinical phase of the ninth dose confirms that the antibodies remain stable after the 10th dose. The 11th dose guarantees that no new mutations will develop, so there's no longer any reason to criticize the idea of a 12th dose. <laughs> Is that comedy or reality? <laughs> <laughs> it came from uh, from uh, at Roro Trader on Twitter. I thought it was very clever. <laughs> it's well written. You want me to send it to you, don't you? Yes. So, you know, we're into a carousel of boosters, and I think one positive thing I'm seeing that people are talking about the more selective. The other thing is we have to retire the vaccine passports and vaccine mandates and the idea that people are not free unless they have X number of doses into them. Because vaccines do not stop transmission. They are a personal protective measure. As I said to you on the show a number of months ago, it's an airbag, but it's not a collision prevention system. If you want to hear more, Subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 